Hey, McFly, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? So tell me a little bit about um, how you get into the industry with your clothing and your designs. I kind of always, I always like clothes. Um, I really was a sneakerhead, so that was really where um, the love came from. But then um, I remember like summer 2011, 12-ish, I knew people that were making brands and it kind of opened my eyes to like that whole lane. And I was involved and it just kind of became something after that. So that really was like my first intro. Nice. Yeah, your sneakers are cool. Thank and we you. love that. We love your hat. It was dope. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, and I mean, I knew your your jacket, the varsity, right, Armand? I think you had a varsity jacket. Yeah. I, jacket, I, 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 did, I did really well with those just, just last season. Oh, my God. Yeah, that jacket is tight. We were, we were taking turns wearing, wearing it, and everybody's like, what's that? What's that? <laughs> I was like, okay, calm down, calm down. <laughs> People love that jacket. They really do, because you have all those patchworks on it. What came up? How did you come up with that concept? Because it's so, like, it's wait, to wait, me. What, still which jacket? Which jacket? You talking about the black uh -huh. and white one? Yeah, does you have, like, the uh, different color patches on it? Yeah, um, yeah, everything I design is basically like something from like, you know, my experience. I might have, wherever I get it from, like I've had a jacket where, you know, like I have a leather, I have a different jacket. I have a leather jacket that I made and I grew up in harder times, so I couldn't afford a leather jacket, so I made one. So every time and then that, even that, that was one of those where I, I never really want to be like as flagrant as a rainbow, but I basically those are like uh -huh. my favorite colors. Like if you look at those colors, like the orange is my favorite color, and our, yeah, exactly. So orange and then orange and blue is New York, so that's think how much the home. But then again, I'm also Jamaican, so the red and the green is paying homage to you know the more Caribbean style. All right. And then like I always feel like gray is like that's probably like my next color. But gray is like the in between of the white and the black, and it's like it's like a higher taste level to me, you know. Wow. Like level black is gray. So speaking of taste levels, how did you gain this taste? Did you have someone in your family that styled or did things in fashion, or did you go to fashion school? Can you tell tell us a little bit more about about your background and depth? Funny, I I feel like there's fashionable people in my family, but not on purpose. Oh, they sew, they made clothes. Nobody like that. Everybody just has their own fashion sense. Of course, you know, I feel like the Caribbean and the New Yorkers, and I feel like, especially in the Bronx and Jamaica, I feel like those are places with a lot, a lot, a lot of culture. So I feel like yeah. they kind of just came. But like fashionably, like really professional, no. And I have no actual professional training at all. I just learned, grew up. I wore things trial and ever. My friends think that's, I don't like it. I go to school and it, it's a hit, it's a hit. It just became a thing. Like, let's not let me try and look good. Let me not try to get joked on. That's basically how my fashion sense came together. Honestly, it's like survival. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> and really survival. Like, let me be careful. Because yeah, like you said, you play. You have a lot of uh, play with color. Because I was like, why do I like these these rainbow colors? But the way you did it was so cool. It did look elastic. The way you did it, because like you said, the green, the orange and blue. But then now, now you saying that. You know, I, I go back and forth to New York and LA. It's the mess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so. Funny. Tell like, about that. <laughs> it's funny. I don't. I didn't want to be blatant with like. I, I orange is my favorite color, but I always add yeah. blue because they go together regardless. And like I learned end of my high school career that, um, no middle school career that every state has a flag, and I didn't know that. And that's why the team, most teams in New York, have blue or they have orange because. White, blue, and orange are the New York colors. 
So I was like, you know what? I want to like kind of pay homage without screaming. I'm from New York all the time. Kind of pay homage with the green and the red sometimes, but not screaming I'm Caribbean. So it's right, like yeah, right. eggs in there, here and there, you know? You've been really busy too, by the way, because I mean, you, you're taking off. I was like, dang, wow, bro. I mean, like you've been on, you've been doing some local shows on yeah. Channel 7 or something. I was like, well, you're doing I some probably did a, I probably did almost every one, two, four, five, seven. Yeah. 12, I've, I've done a couple. Okay. Tell us more about your, 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 your space. It's like an event space, right? Well, it's, well, I'm in my studio right now. So oh. um, I just actually opened a second floor to it. So. In the room I am now, it's um, where I sell my clothing. I have anything that's on the website, even things that's not on the website yet, is mm -hmm. so it's like kind of like coming into my 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 mind and seeing how my stuff is, and it's actually like being. It's so funny because people shop so much online and they don't do in person. It's like no, come into this space and you can see things a little bit differently and at once. So I sell in this room, and then my next room, I actually make clothes in the next room. So I make my own stuff. I make brands, I make merch, I do one-offs and stuff like that. And then upstairs is a content creation space where um, it's for photography and videography and stuff like that. Oh, right. So you're constantly keeping your, um, like you said, your photography and your, and your campaign materials up to date. Yeah, so like even 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 more so, it, I try to solve a problem with everything. So it's like, okay, I know a lot of people, I, I make brands in the next room, but then they don't have no no direction, no creative direction. It's like, all right, I can actually make that here. You can see what I make, I can make it for you, and then I can shoot it for you. And so, do, are you making these sneakers in-house as well? I don't, hell no. I, <laughs> I, I, I went to the sneaker factory one time in, um, in uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. It was a former Nike factory. And I think, and now, I think it's now called The League. And I was like, is he get that in there? Because it was like all these women going like this. So, nah, I'm, I'm not going to point to that. I gotta pay my people right, so I don't got the type of money to be doing sweatshops. Right, right, right. I, I, even that, I don't got it. So always a way to figure it out. I still get my stuff done overseas. Um, and I've learned, like, you know, small brands to big brands, you're less and less hands on. Like, I do do everything by myself, but I've come to a point where I create stuff here. But there is some factory made stuff that I make the first one or get the tech pack together, and then I leave it in the hands of them. Because I mean, I still gotta love it and enjoy it instead of. If I if I sat there and made all them sneakers, the price would have to be triple. That's all I'd be doing for weeks. So before we get started on this trim report, because like I said, I have nothing but respect for you. Actually, we all have respect for you. You know, we're we have a little small location in the Bronx as well. That's a live workspace, and I mean, people was really coming for us. Oh my god! <laughs> they was really, they was really. I was like, I was like, I didn't realize how popular you were. And then one day I saw somebody with some of your sneakers on, and then we were like, "That's our sneakers." Ah. <laughs> so sneakers on, those sneakers is tight. They tight. Yeah. You, you definitely got to tie them up right. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned like even that like that's a whole history lesson in itself. Like I try exactly. to do so much angles with those sneakers. Yeah, yeah. a lot of angles. Yeah, lot of like I wanted to look good, big, small, this angle above, you know, the sole. I want to have, the, like I said, I still play true to my colors. You know, I didn't want to just do straight up black to be safe. The gray is a sexier color. The orange accents, the blue, the green. It's actually my second silhouette. I did one sneaker um, and then I did a colorway, a new colorway for it. And then now this is my second actual silhouette. And then speaking of silhouettes, we all love Doja Cat silhouette. <laughs> so how was it like working with Doja and Post Malone? Well, so it, it's cool, but it wasn't as hands, like I, I have a couple of people I'm way more hands on with. Cool, 
like I never really got to like actually be in exact contact, but like, you know, me being on the Grammys, I'm actually, my name is put next to all these amazing people. And it's, it's just dope to see it. Like for like extra to do a story and it's media yeah. headlining. Like I did the Grammys two years in a row, but the first year, every article was like my name headlining from the Bronx. I was like, whoa, this is. Right, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like you got a whole, I, was, I didn't realize that. I mean, when I saw your stuff, I was like, this is like, what? Like, you, you know, the, somebody on your team didn't call. Uh, she, the way she presented you was so like, it was just very professional and it was very well done. Like you should be very proud that you have a great team, man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's very hard for, um, you know, just young designers who are African or African diaspora, or even, you know, just, it's so hard to get them out there and push them in a quick way. Mm-hmm. But the way your package is so seamless and so like, it's, it's really a testament to how hard you work, you know? And it's like, it's very beautiful to see that. And that's the first thing I told a lot of our other design partners that are smaller than you. I was like, you gotta follow this man, like his packaging, the way he presents himself. And, and like, look, he's on TV. And then you have a voice. Like you're, you're talking about the supply chain and how it's been disrupted with China and the war and all that. So I was like, dang, this man is like, who is this? Like, <laughs> like you, know, you know what I'm saying? Cause most young companies, tell us how young you are because in your company in terms of when you establish it because I've been, I'm, I think August makes nine years I've been at this, but wow. I feel like it's it's not really even time. It's most about experiences. Cause if you stay in one place for nine years, then what changes? But I feel like I am so curious. And since I didn't have the book, mm. I went outside and did. So anything you might learn in one summer class, I might took a year or some change to actually go do everything. Even if I messed up, I have the knowledge to know. And even if I didn't like it, I have the knowledge to know what that is. And I don't, I need to pay somebody to do that. Then I have the knowledge that I love this and I can do this myself. And it just kept growing like that. So I just really went outside. I have the experiences. I just went through the motions. I didn't skip. I always tell people don't skip no steps. You're going to take away from your story, your journey. I have more tools in my bag because I didn't skip no steps. And and, and um, you, you were saying that um, you're Bronx based, obviously. But how, were, did you, you, you were born and raised in? Here or? I was born and raised in the Bronx. So um, I had originally had um, a location in White Plains in the mall before COVID. I I grew to dislike it before COVID. And then it, COVID kind of was like the last straw. And I was like, you know what? I want to double back to what I, my original plan was to be in the Bronx from the jump. I just couldn't find a place. Mm-hmm. So then when I got here, I was like, oh yeah, this is the perfect escape back home. And I want I want a stamp. Like I, I'm not going to be blatantly like, oh, Bronx, 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 but I am going to be blatantly Bronx, Bronx, I'm not going to say it on my shirt, but you're going to see my sign walking by like, oh yeah, he's here. The interview is going to mention it. We're going to talk about it like we're talking about it right now. And yeah. That's what I want. And for me, my my reintroduction was when Anthony Bourdain did Parts Unknown and the way he was just ch- tearing that food up. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, Anthony. So I came back here and I was like, he was right. He was right. Cool. <laughs> you know, three-way, you know what I'm saying? Webster, Fordham. Um, yeah. It's just crazy. Um, Fat Joe. Um, we all, Is it Oscar? I think Oscar Jewelers. Like, we worked, we worked with him. We did some interviews with him. He does beautiful, you know, work that's custom. Actually, like, to me, it, it rivals Brooklyn Botanical Garden. Actually, like, slays Brooklyn Botanical Garden. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just really excited. So we're like, I ain't going to Bronx. I'm like, you stupid. You stupid. It's Bronx like is people aren't informed. Like it's packaged a certain way. And that's yeah. kind of my mission is to like change that. Like you need to understand, like I wear the Bronx on my sleeve. Like, no, this is what yeah. 
I'm not gonna say New York. I'm gonna say the Bronx. Like I'm gonna make sure you know. And I think and then, is, is it gonna be a time where it, it shifts completely over. It's like, oh, okay. So speaking of the pandemic, how did that affect you? You, you were saying about you had to move out the mall. Well, but I, I, I actually think the pandemic was what might be the best and the worst thing that ever happened to me. You always think like living this life, you always think like, you know, what if it all goes to shit? With that, it kind of does. It kind of did. Like when everything, can I survive? Like to survive a pandemic and actually come out better, it's kind of, right. you know, starting to brag about. Um, the store, the, the original store didn't do as well, but then I had like other a bunch of other brands involved, but my brand itself survived. Like I kind of turned back to my original roots where I would do drop-offs and I'd meet people because no stores was open. So it helped me. It reintroduced me to a lot of people. It got me a lot of first-time customers and it showed my, improved my customer service and showed my customer service because it's like, you only got me. Like, he's the only, I need to go out to one of these parties. I'm not supposed to be able to go out because of pandemic rules, but I need an outfit and stores are not, malls are not open. Who am I call? And I was outside. Like I traveled more than I ever traveled during the pandemic. And I probably got grew my audience that much. Yeah. Well, I saw a sneak peek of that out the um your signage on your uh your new outside. That was dope. Yeah. That was dope. So I'm, I'm definitely gonna definitely insert that somewhere. I want I really want to talk to you because I love your swag. And that's really where we wanted to have you here because you have something special and we love Ivy Park. But I was like, you know, I love your I love you know I love all the athleisure brands. So I know you get the swag and I know you get the 411. So can you tell us about what's going on with the trans for the summer? <laughs> oh, I feel like this gonna be one of them summers where it's like I again, we still kind of fresh out the pandemic. So I feel like everything is still kind of be comfort based. So mm -hmm. it'll be like I need to be comfortable. Like I feel like shirts are bigger, which is <laughs> I, I've kind of been following that like I feel like that's always been an LA thing where shirts are usually bigger and like shorts are shorter. It's like big, short up top, bottom. So I think that's gonna continue. It's gonna be more so quality and comfort. And it's kind of weird because I see earth tones and then I see very loud colors. So it could be like greens and browns, but also orange and yellows, real bright because it's like, it would finally gonna be outside again and you can see me. But at the same time, you gotta feel me because I need to be comfortable because I've been so accustomed to being comfortable for so long. Right. I'm not wearing the jeans because I can't move in them. And I wouldn't be doing that. I still want to be, the closest thing to pajamas is going to work for me, but I got to look good. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I see it being, where it's like, you're wearing extremely fashionable, but we're comfortable. Which ties into my whole spiel. So I right, yeah. Can you tell us some of your favorite brands that you like this on the scene? I'm a fan of Tear. I think they're based out of Brooklyn. Probably like my only brands I really like, like not the extreme mainstream brands that I really, really um um my boy um Jay Tips um Saving Worldwide, he does a lot of the fitteds. He kind of like changed the whole game with the hats. Um that's really it. Like I don't really check for nobody like that. You know, as a designer, I still do, you know, consume because you, you should stay relevant at all times. But otherwise than that, I, I probably most on focus on you know, people that's parallel to me and that's their quality and their marketing and the content is up. Besides that, I mean, I'm a classic man. I love polo, you know. Right. Ralph Lauren is from the Bronx. That's 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 it. But right. otherwise, than that, I don't step really too far in that box. Every once in a while, I'll dip and dabble. But otherwise, than that, that's it.
So are you able to disclose the location of your um your new your new of course um four four one nine White Plains Road, um Bronx is right off of um Reed Avenue. I'm at yeah. the second to last stop on the two train. Oh, so do you see any other fast uh, athleisure trends that's going to take place? Because like you said, you know, the, the bright colors are definitely coming. <laughs> Beyonce did those bright greens, those highlights. Yeah, them real bright, yeah. bright pastels and highlight and earth tones will be juggling all day. Do you I think mean, a lot of cutoff, cut, a lot of cutoffs are going to be in? I don't think it'll be so much cutoff. I think people will go straight to the short shorts, like more so right, right. gym kind of shorts, stuff that, you know, I could put a lot of stuff in my pocket and zip it up, but it's comfortable. I, I barely feel like I'm wearing anything. I still feel like it's going right. to be that kind of swag. Maybe some cargo pants might enter back into occasion. Right. Type of pants and shorts. That's where I really see it, like light. A basketball shorts, of course. Like, yeah, right. Really, I'm, I'm I'm naturally a basketball player, so it, whatever. But I feel like it's gone way more mainstream as of late. Mm -hmm. So everyone, you no know, matter if you don't play ball or not, it's like I want ball shorts because well, a lot of us don't have no waistline right now. <laughs> <laughs> so even to save that, if you if you ain't got your summer body, you could just jump. Right, exactly. I'm good. That's why I said the denim, leave the denim alone for the summer. You good. Right, yeah, I'm good on them. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, that's, I'm that's, that's, that's I'm good. Period, but whatever. Right. So what about um what about sneaker trends? You think we're gonna be doing? I, I like you said. I play LA with the um with the Super Bowl. You know, I'm definitely. I got my I got my checks lined up. <laughs> Are you check lined up? Nah, I feel like sneaker trend is still gonna go where it is. I feel like it's a lot more um risk will be taken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like those silhouettes that people are coming out with, even like Salehi um, doing the Crocs, like he's gone left. Kanye with the foam runners. It's more so comfort and alien looking shoes. It's right, 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 right. Like you're on a planet. Skulls and alien looking shoes. So you could go left. I really think it's going to be like left. Like, oh, what the hell are those? I, I think I, I think we have some five, three, oh, four, fives. They're like the hiking boots. Yeah. I feel like it, we, we finally reached a time where it's easier to like take risk with sneakers. I always felt like mm, having my own sneakers always like, whoa, what is what what oh that's not cool. But yeah, I feel like it's just it's just a time where like if you know what you're doing and putting it together, it's gonna stand out. Hey, those look familiar. Right. Oh, so good on your camera. Wow. <laughs> and no, they go. They go. And even even the back with the whole like Right. It's homage to me being in the Bronx in the Bronx Zoo. Right, right. Oh, nice. I didn't think about yeah, that. No homage. No homage. Oh, yeah, the Bronx Zoo. Yeah, it's like, there's a few yeah. things that people know the Bronx for. Botanical Gardens, Bronx Zoo, Yankees, Knicks. I mean, Knicks is everybody. Everybody in New York. Right, right. Home. No, you know. So speaking of all that, do you own a, uh, a, a, a fat tire bike? So do you have a, 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 a moped? No, I don't. Oh, but you're a box person then. And I ain't not my new family. Like we got we got mopeds. Nah, they got they got so much of them joints on the street. It's like, why would I own it? If I want to jump oh. on go I could go outside right now and jump on <laughs> You better get one. Well, we gotta do something, we'll do something special for you. Cause there's a we work with a bunch of fat tire e-bike companies and um they're really fun. They're actually kind of better than the mopeds because you can pick them up. They're like ninety pounds. You know, mopeds is like four hundred pounds. They kind of thick. They do have some <laughs> feel them. Yeah. So what's next for you, man? You having all the success? It's so exciting to see a young uh, African. I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to expand. Like I'm always expanding. So 
And like with everything that's changing, it's kind of like, now I'm gonna go back to the lane I was doing because I was on a tear and then this happened. So it's like, all right, let me reconnect with everything. I'm back outside. I am naturally an outside person and sociable person. So like, I'm actually going to LA Thursday. So oh, I'll be out there. I'm doing sneaker con in Anaheim. Oh. So I'll be there Thursday. So I'm back outside trying to do my tours, touching places. I got a lot of like appearances to make with like different artists who wants to get styled for videos and stuff like that. So I'm building those personal real energy connections again. And then I just really want to um, expand. I want to, I want to, I want to move from, from one thing from being out the mall and being back here is I want to make events. I want right. to make experiences. See that, my, last, my last event was a collab with a juice bar and we made uh, my own drink flavor, a shirt and like a cup hold, a cup. And it, it did great. Um, and it was experience. Um, I want to do an event. I'm aiming, it's supposed to be like within two months, maybe I want to do McFly Fest. And McFly, oh, Fest McFly Fest would be um, an event that it's free for any patron that's wearing my clothing. So it's kind of like, you know, Diddy, Diddy, you do all white party. You can't come in unless you got all white. I don't need to wear head to toe. I just want at least the shirt, the top to be me because I want this media to be amazing. Right? So How about a pair of shoestrings? No. <laughs> uh, just a bit. Nah, the security ain't going to let you in. But, <laughs> So I want, I want the optics to be. That's uh, dope. That's a great concept. So I have it. I have it where you know you come in the door if you have it on. You basically get style checked first. Not style check first. Okay, you got that cool. And then if you don't have it, um, you pay twenty five dollars. You you get them. You get the the actual event shirt, or you go <laughs> shop at the pop shop immediately, and we'll hold your clothes and you change. And then we'll have like a setup booth for people that inspire the model for me. Now, people always act in my community and model for me. I want to have a setup booth where automatic take pictures and give me, and now, you know, the, my, I can't, if I really like what you're doing, if you, if you put on a great fit and I like you, hey, I give my fashion on October oh, yeah. 10th. I have dunk contest. I have like all carnival type games. I want to be friends and family. I want kids. So I actually want to drop a kid's capsule at the same time too. Since Ooh, yeah. I have friends that their kids look up to me and I have but bits and pieces from the oh, yeah. Let me be able to do that. I want to give out, I want to have raffles where every hour and hour, someone's winning something. You know, you win a pair of the shoes. You dump somebody in the, in the thing there, you win in a shirt, you win in this, you win in that. All bouncy houses, slides, everything. Because I feel like in the Bronx, maybe New York, they don't really have that as often. Like, yeah, right, okay. up, you know, so I'm like, that's what I really, really want to do. So with the kids collection, when you once you do that, are you going to have, it's going to be a matching silhouette for the mom and dad? So most of the time, like um, right now, I'm working on like a kind of essential type brand um, line, where it's more so high quality but minimal. Like it'll be a black on black shirt, black shirt with a black logo, but the logo is PVC, so it's not like something that the average creator can make. It's more, you know, more expensive. It's more, it's higher taste level. So I want to be able to have it where I don't really want to make. I want to make your clothes for the, your kid. But I want to do iceberg type things where I'll go back to my favorite cartoon characters and I make flips on my shirts with them, which is something I, that capsule might be based just for people my age and kids. But before that, I want to do stuff where it's like, this is the adult, but then we have the kid size. Like that's can, you explain, can you explain to people how that works out? You do it until <laughs> you knock on your door. I wanted a bike 
and I stole a bike and I asked God for forgiveness because if I would have asked him for a bike, he wouldn't have given me one. That's just how it goes. End of the day, if I do so good with those shirts that Looney Warner Brothers come knocking on my door, then I did. I, I made my money already. I I got their attention. If I don't get their attention, I ain't do enough. Why worry about it? I'm gonna so, get a piece of the sis first. So I mean, I'm looking out. I hope, I hope to see some of fly chicken because you know I love some jerk chicken. It's hard to find in, in Bronx though. <laughs> oh, 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 but see, that's the thing about McFly Fest. I would have food sold, and each meal it'll be a, jerk chicken. One of my favorite things. So each thing I try and name after like something <laughs> brand. I have the trays with my logo on it. I have the cups with my logo on it. So it's like mania. And I want to get to the point where it's like, I can do this at like a big, big venue. And it's like crazy. Yeah. That sounds dope. I, lo I love the concept. I mean, you definitely are doing- Go back to the community, that. put the Bronx on the map. Hopefully I can get some media coverage. It'd be, it'd be dope, you know? Tell them yeah. You know? It sounds like, I mean, you will be fine, bro. I mean, like people who know your brand and respect you. And I think that's awesome. And I love the fact that, you know, that, you know, it's a new movement, especially, you know, it's kind of mixed with the, the Latinx mixed the African diaspora. And I feel like now people are becoming more educated, including mm -hmm. myself. And people were kind of misled into thinking that, you know, that people who were Latin, were, were that, like that was another race. You mm -hmm. gotta really like go outside and, and see for yourself. And it's just kind of like, the only reason, the only difference between me and you is that the person that conquered you speaks Spanish, the person that conquered me speaks English or French mm -hmm. or whatever. Why? We are the same person. We eat the same food. We just call it different things. It's planting and planting us. Same, <laughs> exact, Maduro, <laughs> sweet planting. Tostones, green planting. We're calling, we're the, eating the same thing. Why? But I'm so, happy clear, I'm so happy we cleared that up. <laughs> so can you tell us, um, what was you, what words of encouragement and advice would you offer a young or someone up and coming that's trying to get on the business because you my advice would be like you gotta love this don't come into this i mean you could you could come into this for a fast buck and you could win but i would not advise it like if you are a fan of what i do and what people who really have these stories do you have to love this and i want i tell people you know don't do it for the money money will come but don't do it for the money you got to treat this like you treat college. We give the college student four to five years to make any kind of money and they actually pay for it. Now, give the creative four or five years where they could just learn on the go. And once you reach that, once you turn in that third, fourth year, you'll see the difference. You'll know the difference. You can go out there and make all the mistakes you possibly can. And then you'll come back and you'll know, I've made mistakes. Ooh, can you share some of your mistakes? I because mean, mistakes are kind of like they—they they actually, they—you they, know—they say their successes become, you know, they, you know, their fa failures are for wins, you know. Yeah. So can you tell us one of your biggest well, mistakes? Mean, well, okay. One general mistake is listening to people. I remember I went to start working with factories, and my friend was like, "Yo, if you order from a factory, they have to send it to you on a boat, and it takes months." He's correct about that part, mm -hmm. but. He's not correct to the point that not everything has to go on a boat. And I was afraid the first time I was doing, I, st I strayed away from factories for mad long, which I should have went earlier because it made my quality go up. It made my production level go up because all I got to do is get it right once. And the factory gets it right a hundred times. You know, if I print shirts here, I have human error on my end, but on the factory, it's lower. And if it is, it's all out of their pocket, not mine, which you got to learn. Mm -hmm. um, the way Ooh, explain that, explain that, and explain to people about the difference between digital 
um, heat press and silk screen and all that. Oh, you know, yeah, like even a like, lot that, of that's, that's yeah. actually where my 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 second mistake because when I first came out, I was doing sublimation where it's yeah. kind of like print is 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 like gasped into a polyester shirt, and I couldn't get it right. Like I couldn't get it right, and there was a designer called um, named Will Fry, who used to do um, like work with the Brooklyn Nets when they first came to Brooklyn. And he was doing like Givenchy prints on jerseys. He was amazing. And he used to answer all my DMs. And I'm like, and I was doing the files and everything was coming back wrong. And I'm thinking this, this place is garbage. They can't, they're not doing it right. And he, I came in, I asked him, I asked him, I said flat out, like, yo, what site do you use? He gave me the site and it was a site I was using. And I'm like, this guy that's here on top of the world is using the same site I'm using. And he makes those results and I can't. I'm like, no, something is wrong. And I found out that it was my files. I was wrong. I was not doing the files right. You know, my black on my, the black color code for the Photoshop on my mind was a little off. It wasn't zero, zero, zero. It was like off black. Why everything was coming out garbage. So that's why I say do. It's, it might be some costly mistakes. Not everybody can learn off of everybody else's mistakes. So I just went and messed up, lost money, lost money till I actually got it right. And now, any day of the week, I can go figure Yeah, because you have, um, those printers are pricey, right? What's the price point? So on? right now, I have a DTG machine that's like 30K at least. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you and how many how many other ones you have? You probably have a few of them, right? No, nah, I only I, I only do one because end of the day, you want to be precise. If I ever have to do something to the point of, like I've done 150 job on, 150 piece job on that easily. Um, If I ever have to get to the point where it's way more than that in the timetable, I'll outsource it. Cause it just, it just don't make no sense. Like to the timing, timing is very important and making sure the job is done right. Cause once it comes to that point, if I, if human error, if I start that at nine o'clock and I end at three o'clock, the shirts that I print at nine and the shirts that I print at two are not gonna be seen. Cause I'm tired, I'm trying to get through it. Now, if I go to someone else and I make them print it and they messed up, they owe me. So I always tell people like, as much as entrepreneurs um, strive for perfection and success and want to do things themselves, Having other people do it, it's like the next level. Why? Yeah, and plus, you know, you know, people don't. It's all about time, uh, time management too. Exactly. Like you can't do everything. You can't. You can't, you can't I, I would you like to you with your baby. <laughs> save yourself for the most important things, and let the little knickknacks of the day use somebody else. You know? Why? Yeah. And so, do you have any embroidery machines or? or I, I I don't have any embroidery machines. I still outsource that because. No, oh, yeah, that, no, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've used embroidery machines and like the needles break. The little thing, the needle breaking and stuff. The the that shit blows my and I I, I, yeah. I tell people that's another thing about this designer thing that people forget is that there's levels. There's people that do everything by themselves. There's people that do nothing. The people that walk in and they'll be behind you like I like that skate deck, that one, that one. Change that one to blue, and that's the production. They don't gotta touch anything. And there's levels, so I'll learn. Like, okay, I learned to sew, but I'm not gonna ever sew these days because the price got my right. time is very valuable. Very valuable. You just gotta learn where you wanna land. Someone could come, to, you could come to me right now and say, "I want a brand. I have nothing. I just have money, and I can make a brand story, concept, logo, mocks, models, release, lookbook, everything, just off of whatever money you give me." And then there's mm -hmm. people that actually have a story, people that actually have an idea. And so on and so forth. So there's always levels of where you want to land, you know? Well, yeah, that's dope. But thank you so much for sharing that information. Because like you said, it's all about execution and time management. Those things go hand in hand and you already see it. You already know you can't do everything. 
So you have any big plans for this week? I'm just I'm just gonna focus on LA. Um, I'm fixing up everything. I'm supposed to be actually right before my flight. I'm supposed to be meeting with a, a rapper that I'm not gonna drop their name. I'm supposed to go outfit them for a video, and then okay. right after that, jump on the flight to LA, and then come back. I got some events and stuff to take care of here as well. So that's really it. Nothing huge. I'm trying to focus on getting this McFly Fest thing going. I just need to confirm a venue and see if I can still pull it off this summer. If not, I'm gonna pull it off next summer. But I really want it this year to be the, the first year of it. You gotta do it this summer. And if you need some help, you better call us. We'll come down there with our McFly sneakers on. I'll just tell people like, um, if you, if you have a, a urge for it, do it, man. That's really all I can say is, I'm I'm an accountant by degree. And I make clothes now. I have my own sneakers and I make appearances and I get asked my opinion. And I think I do a real good job at it nowadays. That's it. Do you say the best for last? I was a count. <laughs> Tell oh, us about that. What? So, what? yeah, I mean, I actually. Tell us about that part. You can add that. You're right. Um, Come you on. asked me about school. <laughs> school. I school. I didn't go to school for fashion. I went to school to be an accountant. And oh. um, I waited two years for a job. And finally got one and I hated it. And never, that was 11 years ago, I have not worked again. And I guess I'm doing pretty well because I didn't work again. So- well, you um, know numbers for sure. <laughs> I, know, I know numbers for sure, I know trends. Um, I did learn I did learn a fair share, but I, that, the main thing I did learn is that, yo, yeah, happiness is most important. Like, you know, I could get up and have an That's interview cool. on an agenda. I'm actually doing some work with a really big brand that I can't, I'm not gonna leak yet. I'm working on, I'm doing some stuff for them right now as we speak, as soon as I'm done, I'm gonna go back back to it. And like, just the lifestyle that, you know, I I get excitement doing everything I do right now. So I never really feel like it's work. I'm excited to get up and go do an interview and go work with this brand and go meet here and go fly here. Going to LA, it's work, but who wouldn't wanna go to LA for work? <laughs> no, why not? It's cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful brand out there. But yeah, but thank you so much, um, McFly. You are such an inspiration to so many young people and more than you know. And um, thank you so much for having you, man. Thanks for coming through. We love you. Good job. <laughs> when will this be released? Um, Probably soon. But we'll be in touch because we're doing some fun things right now. It's like some light launches with some other things. We will surprise you, though. We'll be in touch with your camp. They, you know, your camp is dope. They're always on it. So you should be happy about that. Because, you know, I, I, we work with a lot of uh, people who are amazing and a lot of people who are not. <laughs> I, I, I was funny. I, I really felt it was a match made in heaven. Like, instantly we kind yeah, of... Yeah, how did you even meet your... How did you get your team together? Um, the PR... Of, I, I am really... I am the extremely recommended guy. So I always take recommendations. So anybody that comes to me, I don't advertise too crazy about my brand. Like, I walk around. If you know the brand, you know the brand. If you don't. That's why I got a big sign. If you see it, you see it. I'm not out there hanging out flies. Like, you come shop here. I'm not, I don't do that. If you, I'm like a secret. If you learn, if you know about it, you know about it. If you don't, you know, it's a, it's a secret society. So my friend, like a good business owner, I see him doing media and uh, like it just skyrocketed. He opened a restaurant and I'm like, oh, he has PR. So I'm like, oh, how did you, I'm like, who is these people? He's like, oh yeah, they're really great. Um, I'll plug you with them. Cause I see the, I don't gotta ask them nothing. I know this is a solid guy. I know he's going to be real with me, and I see what y'all did. So your work speaks for itself. I don't got to ask them nothing. How much it costs? Oh, this is what I want to do. All right, let's go. And it was just it was just great. Like, they, you know, they always on top of it. They actually helped me. I feel like I'm a really good interviewer now. I, I feel like I was before, but even when I had, like, my one, two holes, 
And they kind of like, they test me. Like I remember one time I had an interview in LA and it was live and I didn't know. 6 a.m. LA. <laughs> 6 a.m. LA time after a night oh, out. Oh, wow, yeah, you got good. That's what time I, I, like, I had to get up. Like, yeah, you got an interview at nine. I was like, oh, but that's yeah. time. So that means six in LA. And I got up and- You worked harder on the West Coast. And I went, I went on Zoom and I see them speaking on the news live. And then like, in my ears, they're like, oh yeah, in nine minutes, you'll be on live. I was like, this is not pre-recorded? Like, I can't, so I can't cuss, I gotta be, whoa. And it actually turned out to be like my best interview ever. So it was just kind of crazy, like, wow. So I was able to grow and they understand me. So I think it's pretty good. Well, that's dope. I'm so proud of you, man. Because, you know, like some live interviews, you got to, like, you know, do the best you can because those things be crazy, especially if you're, on, if you're outside. There's a lot of things that are distracting outside, especially in the Bronx, like horns, cars. <laughs> nah, it's so funny because I legit was in the kitchen and all my, all my, like, there was a bunch of us on tour and they're all sleeping, but they didn't know I was doing it at that time. So I was like, I got to hope that nobody makes a lot of noise, nobody wakes up, like, what the hell is that? And I'm just doing the interview live. And it's just like, this is crazy. Wow. Well, that's dope. So yeah, you gotta step back because you have a lot to, lot going on. We definitely have some follows with you, especially because you are local and we're on the same little trend because you get what we doing, we get what you doing. Amen. So I feel like it's gonna be a real easy breezy thing. So we definitely gonna do some, and we definitely should do some collabs and stuff. So we'll be in touch to talk to you about some fun things that we can have to be do and uh, have in mind to work with. But yeah, man, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Always, man. And keep up that great work. I'm really proud of you. It don't ever stop, man. This is life. All right, later.